Welcome back to another episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. I want to say a big thank you for those of you who spread the word as I released this last week. It is exciting to see that we have a total play of 35 plays so far, and I'm excited for that. So thank you. Thank you so much for getting the word out. It is exciting to me because everyone is winning the game when we're all growing together, you know? If this is helpful, if this podcast has been helpful to you and you don't mind sharing on social media or telling people, bringing others together or leaders, really, really anyone, I would greatly appreciate that. We can be an investment to each other so that we all can get better. Okay, so something new. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to ask you some questions for you to reflect on yourself. And you can also go through this with your team if you listen to this in groups. I think that would be very helpful. Also, speaking of questions, if you have any questions, you are welcome to email me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. That's brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. I didn't get any questions from the last two episodes, but hey, that's okay. I just want you to know that I encourage you to do so. So today, episode number three, we are going to talk about filtering the positives, filtering the positives. So two weeks ago on episode one, I talked about how um, I missed the audition with Elevation Worship, but won the best in drums competition in North and South Carolina. Honestly, I had actually accomplished quite a bit, but if you would have told me that at the time, I would have disagreed with you. But in reality, I was the best drummer who went through that competition that year. And I was given sponsorships and free gear and even more opportunities. But I turned and, excuse me, I tuned all of that out to focus on the not so positive results. You see, I told myself I didn't make the audition for Elevation Worship. I probably never will. I am the worst drummer in the world. Now, if you ask me now, I sounded probably like Eeyore. I was acting super pessimistic, just like the gloomy donkey, seeing the negative side of everything. But I think we all go through that at times in our our lives. So let's talk about negative thoughts and why we have negative thoughts. Because we all do, I'm sure. We think negatively because it is a survival strategy, actually. You see, this strategy causes us to look for what is wrong so that we can protect ourselves against danger. But, but, guys, this is a horrible strategy because our thoughts can actually create a reality. So instead of preventing bad things from happening, we are telling the quantum mind to materialize them, making them real. See, our thoughts have two ways to go. Two ways. Out of us, meaning we make them a reality, they become the real thing, or away from us, simply meaning we we overcome them and change them. We have two ways to deal with our thoughts. Here are a few things that happen when you have negative thoughts. I'm going to give you some things that happen to you when you have negative thoughts. And think about this as I tell you these things and, and talk about them and see if you've ex- actually experienced these on your own. One, your insecurities start to come out and you make yourself very hard to be around. When we start having negative thoughts, the first thing that comes to my mind is insecurity. 
and we make ourselves very hard to be around. No one wants to be around a complainer and a Debbie Downer all day. Nobody wants to be around that. I know I don't. We will start to behave this way to affirm our attitudes and make it seem like it's okay that we're this way. You see, we start to want to accept that we're just this way. We're just negative. It's okay. We're just this way. No big deal. You see, but if you define yourself as negative, then you're going to send off negative vibes. And that is just what you will give to others, making you not fun to be around. And when you make yourself hard to be around, you then create a sense of aloneness, which leads to other things. You are you sit here and question why you are alone, why, why no one wants to be around you. It's everyone else's fault that they don't want to be around you. They're mean. They're not thoughtful. They're not loving. But really, it's you. Because your insecurities are starting to come out and you're making yourself very hard to be around. Number two, it will show a lack of confidence within yourself. You see, once you get these ideas in your head, ideas as in uh, negative connotations about who you are, um, you may not know how to behave naturally because of them. If we, like I said, like, like I said earlier, if we are define ourselves as negative, we're going to set off negative vibes. So, for another example, if we define ourselves as introverts, if you define yourself as an introvert, you're going to have a much harder time being outgoing. Not because there is something wrong with you personally but because you are telling yourself that there is something wrong with you and that you're just going to cover it up with, I'm just an introvert. I'm just an introvert. That's why I am the way I am. But deep down and rooted, it's not that you're an introvert. You're just materializing it and covering it up with a word or an attribute or a personality. You see, it's hard to keep a natural conversation when our minds are literally flooded with thoughts reminding and warning us of all of our flaws. It's really hard to keep a conversation when your thoughts are just flooding in, reminding you and warning us of all your flaws. Number three, you become very defensive or you try to overcompensate for your self-critical thoughts. Sometimes we get caught up in our inner voice that we really lose contact with what's going on around us. You, you know, you may start misinterpreting what someone is actually saying to you. For, for example, um, why don't you work out with us anymore? You know, some of your friends may come up to you and be like, yeah, you know, you used to work out with us all the time. Why don't you work out with us anymore? But you, what you hear is, man, you're getting out of shape or you're such a quitter. You start to hear things and misinterpreting things that someone is actually saying to you. Now, as I always do, because the most important thing and what I live by is the scriptures and what God says, the Bible is very clear about how we should think. It says in Philippians 4.8, summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, Reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. 
So I'm going to talk about now how we can fix negative thinking based off of that. Because I believe if we just pour scripture and pour what God God's word says into our minds and into our hearts, we're going to have a better chance <laughs> of fixing the problems. So with that being said, from Philippians 4, 8, guys, if go highlight, go write that down, uh, make it a wallpaper from uh, the Version Bible app. It's a great app uh, that came out of Life Church TV. Um, shout out Craig O'Shell and his team. Um, just, just if you pour the Word of God into you, into your mind, into your spirit, into your heart, that's the best medicine, just relationship with Jesus. So here we go. How to fix negative thinking. Every time you acknowledge a negative event or action, I want you to force yourself to acknowledge an equally legitimate positive event. Even, even if it didn't happen that moment, hour, or day. If soon as you think of a negative thought, negative thought, I want you to just legitimately, legitimately, excuse me, force yourself to think of a moment that it has a positive outcome, even if it didn't happen that moment, hour, or day. So to help you with this, get your phone, get your phone out, okay, or if you like to scare, uh, to carry a small notebook, here's what I like to do, and here's what I would recommend you doing. Make a column and create, create a list with two columns on it, okay? Uh, one side saying what went wrong, and then another side saying what went right. And I believe if you would write down those notes over a week, over a week or a month, you're going to quickly see that there are far more on the right side of the page. You're going to quickly see that there are far more right side of the page. Don't let what someone else says about you as well, guys, uh, that's false, get you all stressed out. Okay, God says, God says, focus, meditate on what's true. What's true. If someone is saying something false about it, about you or about whomever, a friend, a family member, but more directly, more directly about you, don't let it get you all up in a wad. Focus on what is true. You know what is true. You know what is real? You know what is authentic. You notice that God doesn't say just just focus on what's true, but He says what's true, what's reputable, what's authentic. If you if you are true within yourself, and someone is saying something about you false, guys, get your mind off of it because what you're meditating on is the false, not the true. Okay, focus on the authentic. Pretty much what I'm going to say here is, if it isn't true, forget it. If it's not true, then forget it. I want to talk about the word noble. Okay, I actually looked up the definition of noble, and I looked up a bunch of definitions, and the one that kind of kept coming up pretty much says, belonging to a hereditary class with high social or political status. Let me read that again. 
belonging to a hereditary class with high social or political status. And let me tell you guys something. The most famous person in this whole world, whether people like him, whether people don't like him, whether people believe in him, whether people don't believe in him, is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the most famous person to ever live. Now, guess what is amazing about that? Christ is in us. Christ is in you, which makes you more noble than anything else on this earth. And we have God who is the most high. Focus on that. Focus on that. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Focus your thoughts on what is positively happening in your life. And I promise you this. Whatever is happening, someone else is going through the same thing And there is someone else out there with a quote-unquote worse situation than what you are going through right now. You're not alone, and there is someone else going through what you're doing and something even worse. Lastly, know this, guys. You are in the middle of a rip. When I mean rip, I mean, think of it, think of, um, uh, using imagery here uh, from lifting weights. When you're in the middle center of that rip and it's hard, you're, you know, you're on your last rep and you're in the middle of it and you're just trying to push through. You're trying to get out of it. You're trying to push that weight out, push that weight up. That's where you are right now. If you're going through something really, really tough. I heard a saying once and I don't remember who it was, but Whomever said it said, you're either finishing something, which means you're about to start something. You're about to start something, which means you're about to go through something hard. Or you're about to go through something hard and you're almost finished with it. Guys, you're either about to start in the middle or the end. And it's going to continue to loop that way. And when you are in the middle of that rip, at the hardest point, at the toughest point you have to find the strength to finish that rep because when you do you're going to come out much stronger guys in this next episode i'm going to be discussing the four attitude attributes out of the five attributes that we've discussed it's going to be talking about jumping to conclusions Um, let me review The first episode was about black or white thinking. In other words, all or nothing thinking. Episode two was about catastrophic thinking, thinking that everything is ending and coming down on you. And then today's episode was about filtering out the positives, finding the positives in everything, in every situation, and getting rid of the negatives. Okay, so the questions. I have three of them, so here we go. Question one. What are the things you value most but cause you the most stress? And what are you going to do to minimize the stress? Let me repeat that. 
What are the things you value most but cause you the most stress? And what are you going to do to minimize that stress? Question two, what or who do you need to get rid of to minimize negativity? What or who do you need to get rid of to minimize negative negativity? And number three, what are the three most current lessons that we were negative that you need to turn into a positive? Excuse me. What were I read that wrong? Excuse me. What are the three most current lessons that were negative that you need to turn into a positive? These are some great questions to ask yourself and your team. Again, if this is helpful, it would mean a ton to me if you would spread the word because when someone else gets better, we all get better. Guys, closing thoughts. Surround yourself by positivity and know that there is a positive in every negative. Surround yourself by positivity and know that there is a positive in every negative negative situation. Have a great day. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us here with the Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick podcast. If you have any questions or want to bring uh, bring me to your church, your business, conference, or event, just message me at brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. That's brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time at the Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick podcast. Have a great day.